Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. Well, we're into the holiday mood now. Maybe you've already gone out to your Wisconsin Christmas tree grower and captured that beautiful tree. But I'll tell you what, some of the beautiful decorations that we see around Wisconsin, both out in uh, the elements as well as in your home, could actually be bad news for our Wisconsin Christmas tree industry. Actually, all of our trees in Wisconsin. Joining us is Shayla Werner. She is the Plant Protection Manager at the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. And what she is trying to do is caution everybody. Yes, the holiday decorations can be beautiful, but Shayla, you tell me they also can harbor some serious threats as far as invasive insects to our Wisconsin Christmas tree population. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. That's correct. Um, There's an invasive forest pest that's native to Asia that has unfortunately established itself in many eastern states. And um, some of those eastern states grow a lot of Christmas trees and sell a lot of wreaths and other holiday decor, such as porch pots. And what we found is that on that balsam or Fraser fir decor, especially, um, materials from out of state, so whether it be cut trees or wreaths or whatever, could have something called elongate hemlock scale. And tell me about that insect, because it is not necessarily detectable by the naked eye, unless you're a trained professional like yourself or using uh, microscopic uh, equipment. But tell me about that insect. You said it has been here in Wisconsin from time to time. Fortunately, it hasn't gotten established. Yeah, that's correct. Um, It is a tiny pest, but you might be able to, um, you know, flip over a branch and see what kind of looks like little dirty brown and white ovals. And um, those are the insects, even though they look more like microscopic fish scales. And if you were to pop one of those scales off in the lab, you could see um, that the brown scales have females that are sucking the fluid out of those needles. And if you have a bad infestation, that can really weaken the tree, cause needles to fall off. I mean, it's obviously unsightly. And there's something called crawlers, which are the immature form of that insect that could go on to form new infestations. And so that could happen, um, for example, if somebody buys a tree or a wreath that um, was grown out east where this insect has invaded, um, and then it's still alive, unfortunately, for weeks on those cut trees and branches. And so if after the holidays someone were to throw a wreath or a tree out under a hemlock tree that's in the ground or, you know, even um, a balsam fir up in the north woods, that could cause this pest to permanently establish in Wisconsin, um, you know, and that would threaten our native hemlocks and natural resources and cause great harm to the Christmas tree growers in the state um, because elongate hemlock scale is very hard to control with pesticides. 
You know, expensive. Yeah, th- yeah. And Shayla's been talking to our Wisconsin Christmas tree growers about this insect for a while. The elongated hemlock scale has been on radar for a while, so much so, Shayla, that you said the state actually was considering quarantine, much the same way we talk about emerald ash borer. Exactly right. So um, we formed an advisory committee a couple of years ago, and we included the Christmas tree growers as a major stakeholder in changing our plant regulations. And so, you know, even though we would be the only state to have an exterior quarantine for a Longgate hemlock scale, if this were to go through, we're basically one of the only states left um, kind of on the edge of eastern hemlocks range that doesn't already have the pest. I mean, a Longgate hemlock scale is even in Michigan. So we want to do everything we can um, to keep it out as long as possible. Now, Shayla, is there in, are there other insects that we should think about? I mean, that one sounds incredibly threatening, the elongated hemlock scale. But what other either lessons have we learned about our holiday de- decorations and what they can harbor? Or what should we also be cautioning buyers about? Yeah, well, it is interesting. It's not so much always an insect pest on your holiday decor. And I want to um, stress that if you got your tree in Wisconsin, like you went out with your family and you want to do the eco-friendly thing and have a family tradition and, you know, cut a tree down, if you bring it in the house and it has like a spider or a common pest like um you know, balsam twig aphid or something like that, um, no worries. That's a native pest. It might be kind of gross. You want to shake those trees off, but it's not an emergency. It's just something that is going to come in on live material, and it's perfectly natural. However, again, if you buy material that's at a grocery store or something and you're not sure where it's from, it could not only have elongate hemlock scale, but also... um, You know, and most of our um, grocery stores, by the way, are very um, compliant and attuned to these things. Um, But there could also be something called oriental bittersweet, um, which is a DNR-restricted invasive plant that's kind of um, helping to, um, you know, provide decor. Um, And so that's something that can invade forests and it just can't be sold in Wisconsin. So in the case of bittersweet, it's just got to be American bittersweet. That's the only um, non-invasive form of that plant that's allowed in our holiday decorations. Interesting. And um, and then finally, um, in recent years, we've seen um, boxwood wreaths become more popular in holiday decor. And unfortunately, um, there's a disease called boxwood blight that we also um, have picked up a little bit in Wisconsin, but we're trying to prevent it from becoming really widespread. And the thing about boxwood blight is that the spores can live for years. And so if you got a wreath and we've found that they um, have been infected with boxwood blight um, coming into some big box stores um, in the past, Um, that could really damage our nursery industry, which grows a lot of the boxwood shrubs that people like. Um, And so, again, like anything from out of state, if it's showing signs of disease or infestation, um, that's what we are on the lookout for. And our inspectors are actually out right now, and they'll be out, you know, they're going to take a break for Thanksgiving and then go out 
during the holiday season and check Christmas tree lots to make sure that anything from out of state is uninfested. Interesting. Sheila Werner along with us. She is the plant production manager at the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection. Like I said, you know, those holiday decorations, they're beautiful. You don't think twice about bringing it into your home, onto your yard, but they can also harbor some nasty little invasive insects and like uh, Shayla said, also uh, disease potential and just invasive weed potential. Now, remember, in Wisconsin, we've got more than 375 licensed Christmas tree farms. They've got trees. They've got wreaths, garlands, etc. And really, Shayla, that's the takeaway. Try to buy local. Support those Wisconsin Christmas tree growers because they're working every day to keep those insects, keep those invasive weeds out. Yes, that's a great point. I mean, our Christmas tree growers are really like some of the best in the nation. And the quality trees that you're going to get when you buy local are just unparalleled. They smell great. They last a long time. And it's just such a fun tradition to go out with your family and cut your own tree and, um, and support those local growers. Now, if people want to find out more about the threats some of these invasive insects or those plants could pose, how can they educate themselves, Shayla, to be better consumers? Yeah, um, you can find detailed information on all of these pests um, on our website at DATCAP, that's D-A-T-C-P dot W-I dot gov. And if you can remember this, you could either search for elongate hemlock scale once you get to that homepage, or you could look at our website that's called just um, Plant Pests, that's mm-hmm. P-L-A-N-T-P-E-S-T-S dot W-I dot gov. And from there, you can get um, detailed information. I even forgot to mention, um, we're also worried about the spotted lanternfly um, it was profiled on Saturday Night Live not too long ago. That's another um, fluid-feeding pest that's coming at us from the east and, you know, might hitchhike on something like a Christmas tree. So if you go to datcap.wi.gov, we have information about all of those pests, and it'll show you exactly what you need to look for. Well, if Saturday Night Live is paying attention to it, so should you. That's Shayla Werner. She is the plant protection manager for the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection. We don't want to be a downer on the holiday decoration, but boy, we do want you to be safe and careful when it comes to some of those holiday decorations that might be coming in from out of state, like she said. Go to DATCP, the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection website, and if nothing else, just look for plant pests. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.